Joel Hamilton, do you uh, have a Twitter? No, what did you call me? Joel, whatever your name is. <laughs> What's your name? Is it Joel Hamilton? Because, like, I've noticed, like, older women, they seem to pronounce it like Jewel. Oh. Jewel? Or Joel. Or Joel, I get a lot. Joel. Joel. Yeah, definitely Joel. Oh, those are or Joel. Those, those, are, those are Kryptonians, actually. Those aren't old people. Oh, okay. Okay, so your new name on the show is Joe Ham. the insert credit show episode number 105 and we are actually broadcasting live so you can all critique the uh, poor performance here uh as yeah. we go along so that's real cool yeah, just so, uh, you can talk about uh me being gross you can yeah. say, say my hair is ugly well, speaking of which, Brandon, i'm not visible yeah I'm, yeah why I'm, are you not visible when we're going live with this are you at your mom's house i'm still at my mom's house uh, oh man that's like a real shame that that's the answer because yeah. the answer would obviously have been like why don't you have your video on uh, the answer would have been me rudely interjecting oh because he's at his mom's house like or <laughs> exactly because your mom's house but in this case <laughs> because your mom's house is true so yeah. well it's what the true. heck man yeah, and I, I just want to just to shame you a little bit more I mean I actually went to some trouble to like put up to be in YouTube fashion, all the like obligatory rare video games that I own that oh, just yeah. be, like conveniently in the frame as I'm talking the whole time. Uh, okay, I see what like Madden '96, Krusty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Madden '96. Madden '96 is a pale, idiotic uh, imitation of video ball. Did you guys see that uh, that that video that I tweeted around of bases loaded '96 from Jalco? Oh. That- Dude, the price is gonna skyrocket. Yeah, it is because that that game is uh, it. I I saw the the Wikipedia entry for it, and it was like this game was criticized um, or received negative reviews for its poor graphics and oh. inappropriate implementation of uh, organ music. <laughs> 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 and I was like, well, how bad could it be? I, then, I want I want that to be a Moby Games category, like a group. Right, inappropriate implementation of of organ music. Yeah, and so uh, I looked it up, and it's all like organ music of of nursery rhymes, <laughs> while the while the players are coming up and stuff. And it's it's just it's like it's like someone in Japan watched a movie about um, baseball in America in like the 30s or 40s or something, and they were like, you know, that's that's the real baseball right there and then they uh, they just rolled with it and 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 that's what they went for and uh, I mean also were, like, uh, kind of like uh, drugs perhaps because it's incessant it's really amped up uh, it's oh, also it's, really it's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's a Japanese video game and uh, they have baseball in Japan and they love it and uh, they have some weird goddamn music uh, oh. in their baseball stadiums I mean I know they love uh, music I mean, music. I know they love baseball, and I know they're all about that baseball, but I There's don't a, think they have this bizarre organ children's music. They got some like weird a, music. Uh, like a monkey organ grinder. Here's a cool thing. I like watching movies and uh, forensically like taking them apart. You know, like So the movie 
like forensically they're like dissecting the psychology of a of like the writing of particular lines of movies. So the film Kickboxer, there's a they're like this guy has flown to Thailand to challenge the Muay Thai champion, and during the fight, uh, there's just they're playing music in the audience, and they keep they show the band like three times. But the music isn't even that loud. But then between rounds, the guy says to his brother, who's John Claude Van Damme, is his brother. He goes, "The music is driving me crazy," and it's like the music—they just show the band. They don't really show the music. So I determined that they talked to some kickboxers who had been to Thailand about the issue of culture shock, and one of them had said, "They play this music during the the fight. It's weird. Why do they play music during a fight? I don't get it." And then. That ended up as a line in a movie. So Tim, boom. are you talking about are you talking about uh, Seinfeld's career as a Muay Thai fighter? What's the deal <laughs> with the music? I'm gone punching a guy. I don't want to feel like I'm on a shampoo commercial. See, there you go. Yeah, there it is. Your exactly. Jerry Seinfeld impersonation uh, uh, <laughs> sounds like Charlie in the Box from the Rudolph uh, special. Oh God, yeah. Dude, yeah. who wants a Charlie in the box anyway? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Elaine? 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 <laughs> All right, so, so we're going to get started here? We're going to do this Speaking thing? of sound design, yes, thank you, Brandon. Um, we ended up the last episode talking about the PlayStation's, uh, what is it, 20th anniversary of its launch here? Mm. Yeah. And, you know, it'll always be remembered as the console with the greatest startup sound of all time. No. And you can tell by the cadence of that statement that that's a fact. That is not an opinion. <laughs> what, right. the Saturn startup sound? No, he said the PlayStation one. Oh, the PlayStation, PlayStation one. Oh. Yeah, it's alright. Okay. Well, okay, here we go. So, you have to name, and I realize that you know not all consoles had like a BIOS startup with a fanfare until that generation. So yeah. there's some other startup sounds we can discuss here. But uh, you have to name your favorite, but uh, you can't name it. You have to actually perform it using whatever means are available to you. Oh, oh God. That's rough. <laughs> I don't like mouth sounds, and mine I is... I know you, you refused to make the sound from Video Ball last time, so that's why I'm forcing you this time. Mine primarily is would just be a mouth sound, just breath and clunking and clacking. Yeah. So... Let me just let me imagine think. some breath and some clunking. Maybe you, I can, you can. Well, you know, like that GameCube alternate startup sound where it's like the um the kind of like the Kabuki like yo that that kind of thing. Yeah, don't do yeah. that. Don't do that. Sound. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's how you <laughs> want to throw up. Well, you that might have to mute like yourself while we do the rest of these. Frank, are you about to do it? Uh, I'm trying to make the Dreamcast uh, sound with the objects on my desk. It's not going too well. Well, if you're if you're not a bad enough dude, you oh can... wait, I, I have a fan. Here we go. Okay, you getting that? Yeah, yeah. Right. And then uh, hopefully I'm getting quite that. Simmer already. All yeah, right, there we go. That's sounds like breath to me. Yeah. That's well, that's the Dreamcast sound. Okay, you, let me you, see you, if you, I can. You you didn't hear the clanking I made, I guess. Oh, oh the clanking. See if I can get this going. Clunking. I was try I, I was beating the end of a headphone cord against a lamp to try did, to do the uh the the sound that I won't uh make with my mouth. Did it did mm-hmm. anyone hear this this sound? Hold on a second. Is that a cat? Did you hear that? No. 
<laughs> you hear that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that's my favorite startup sound. Yeah. That's a that's the Jaguar startup sound. It's done by the mom's cat. <laughs> so there you go. Um, All right, there you have it. Okay. So I, okay, I can do my sound. Hang on, I need everyone to be perfectly silent while right. I do my sound. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. All right, hang on. Well, your fan's way better than mine. That's a good fan. I know. Yeah, you know, I could have walked over to my Saturn and turned it on. <laughs> I should have. That was really hard. Should have done it. Can you hear me now? That's Can what you I should have done in the wow. beginning. Wow. I was gonna say, are you I'm out of breath from that? Wow, that was I. Man, my I chest. I didn't pull anything. My my chest is gonna be sore for a couple of days. Uh, yeah, I actually have an album of all of Ryuichi Sakamoto's sound effects that he has made for brands, and that is on there. So, pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Is he the dude that recorded that album called Neo Geo? Uh, well, I mean, yes, but also he did a whole bunch of cool stuff. Uh, so, blast it, idiot. <laughs> that's, uh, that's track 40 of, of uh, 50 on that particular album. That's so many. Yeah, he did do the album Neo Geo, which I actually like a whole lot. Which yes, Dad, I downloaded off Napster uh, back in like the year 1999 because somebody who had a, a Number Girl album that I wanted and a Yuta Yuta Teikoku thing that I wanted also had uh, uh, this album called Neo Geo, and I was like, "That's Ryuichi Sakamoto. I know that guy. I've heard him. I've heard some of this stuff." And I'm like, "I'm gonna get this album called Neo Geo," and then I did it. And uh, uh, for many years, I. I neglected to talk about that particular album, you know, to be like, yeah, like oh, I like Neo Geo, because I was afraid somebody would be like, oh, is that because did you first hear it because you like the video games? Yeah, I first heard it because I liked stupid Neo Geo video games. Exactly. But now, uh, many, 16 years later, I'm like, yeah, also it rules like a lot. So I accidentally got- heard the album first and didn't really like it, but oh. I was, I was pretty... I was pretty young at the time, and then later mm-hmm. I disco- I bought a Neo Geo CD because I, 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 now I knew about Neo Geo, and then I was like, huh, there was, a, there was like an album called that. That's weird. And then I looked that up again. I was like, hey, this is pretty good. Yeah, I'd heard yeah. a bunch of Ryuichi Sakamoto stuff, like incidentally, but never I was not super aware of that album. And uh, Yeah, it was a full 100% accident, but uh, like it, it was a purchase um, at a... If you remember the warehouse, oh, I sure uh, where? do. Yeah, where the warehouse, and uh, I they they had like twenty nine cent tapes at one time, and I got Ryuichi Sakamoto for twenty nine cents, and then I think I don't know where it is now. I uh, yeah, I came I, across uh, that album in a similar uh, discount fashion, and I really really wanted to enjoy it, and I just couldn't, and that really crushed me because of the. Oh. The desire was there because of the name, and so that's so, kind of what I wanted to get at with the startup sounds. Was is there a like you know the Konami noise? Like Thank you. Yeah. That's what I was looking for originally. Yeah, yeah there's one. But that's not a console. That's not a console well, startup. Sound. But they didn't have like startup sounds back then. All right, so, one more of those, and you're fired. You got it. You can't. You can't. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm changing. I'm changing the question because we've already digressed so much. I mean, is there one of these that you hear and you just automatically? It doesn't even matter how good the game is going to be. I mean, you just you hear this and it's already giving you a good vibe. Well, you know, I do. Quality. You're saying in Japanese they call it a sound logo. So. Yeah, sound logo. Yeah, sound logo. Oh, yes. I do like the the Capcom one of a very specific era, the one uh, where. Street Fighter 2 one, right? No, it's it's like it's it's just like a couple of notes, like like that. Uh, yeah, that one. I don't know that it, one. It's like from from the mid late nineties. I think it was mm. used on things like Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo. And Did it have like these cube, like these CG cubes with little lasers shooting yeah, between? Yeah, all the cubes with lasers. Blam, like that. It was, yeah, like it that. was like sort of a derivative of the Super Nintendo one. It just had bigger, yeah. louder sounds, and it was like a remix. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I liked that sound. It's all in Mega Man Legends, for God's sake. You know, there, there was uh, in the PlayStation Mobile library, there was a game called something like Mega Snack Planet Deluxe. Oh, and, eat them up. Yeah, and it was pretty fun, and it was by someone that called themselves Wolf Game, and they completely oh. 100% just stole the Wolf Team startup sound, oh. uh, sound logo. Whoa. I don't know how... I think nobody noticed it. Sony sure didn't notice it. Uh, but it's that's that's up there, and it's called Wolf Game. He uses the Wolf Team logo, but changes team to Game, and I assume it's a dude. And then, um, yeah, just straight up steals their 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 sound logo. Busted. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna put a, a small vote in for the Super Mario World uh, chime with the Nintendo Presents. That always oh, makes the little plinky, oh that little plink plink kind of noise. Plink? Yeah. Yeah, that is like, that, like like that's that's my answer to which one makes you happy every time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, clink. So uh, these Link. days, uh, we're gonna, for lack of any good topics that I can think of, we're gonna go to what are you playing? Oh, what are you playing? <laughs> well, what are you uh, playing? <laughs> based on a discussion in uh, Insert Credit Show uh, number one hundred and four, I decided to oh. give raw, raw Danger another try. Oh yeah, jerk it hard! And uh, I've got I got a lot further this time, and and I get it now. Like the first oh, time, I didn't get it. So the first time, it was like, okay, this restaurant thing's really cool. I like this part, but then it just seemed to be a series of uh, uh, I don't know. It felt like Nonsense. platform puzzles or something. It was just yeah. navigating through flooding. Uh, but then I got out of that building, and, uh, <laughs> and and a weird cop runs over to me, and he goes, uh, "Have you seen this uh, escaped convict?" And right over his shoulder is the person in the picture, and I can choose, <laughs> and I can choose yes or no, and I'm like, "Oh man, this is brilliant." Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so wait, how far have have you have you looped through it once? I, no, 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 no. I'm on. I'm. Uh, Maybe an hour into uh, the convict story, the the student. Oh, so did you? Uh, Which is the second of what five or something characters? Did you say you saw the guy or not? Uh, I said that I did. Oh, and how'd okay. that go for you? Uh, then he ran over and arrested her or something. You know uh, that all of your uh, little things have uh, consequences. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I didn't know this woman. It's just some woman on the street. Like, just because exactly. she's pretty. You Try know, to explain it right now. Yeah. 
Boom. But see, I don't, I don't trust cops, so I would have said no because you know if the if you the world's trust. falling apart, I don't, well, I don't trust no cops. As it turns out, you're right because he's uh, extremely crooked. But maybe that's a spoiler. But you're all people in the city, though. Yeah. You're all people with the. Uh, Especially know. me. Yeah, you're all just people in the in the city, just trying to get by on being about to die. You know what I mean? You know, li- living in the city, you know, you've got to survive. Yeah. Also, I love living in the city. And you know, the thing is, in the city, we keep it rocking. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Also. But yeah, that's uh, a cool game. I like that game a whole darn lot. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna finish it this time. I'm gonna play it again soon. I you guys are gonna... both gonna be playing it like real soon if uh, the big one hits over there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, what the big flood, the big rain? That that'll be nice. Oh, just actually. the one, you know. Well, an earthquake <laughs> would cause a. Uh, yeah. Well, this I, I'm not gonna spoil anything about raw danger for Frank. Sure. There's a yeah. There's a, it's a flood for the most part. Uh, and yeah, yeah. If there were a, yeah, so Joe Ham strike two. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, raw danger is about a flood. Okay. Come on. Is this a spoiler? Uh, I mean, is this like... No, it's a spoiler of the first five minutes. There's okay. a flood. There's a flood, not an earthquake. Raw, no, Now, a disaster report and disaster report three, raw danger being disaster report two, whatever that means. Can uh, you please give us the Japanese title of these games? Zetai Zetsume Toshi. Okay. There you go. So it's, I just uh, want to hear it. It's got a nice ring to it. It's a capital city in a state of utter... Despair. It's a pretty cool name. Uh, yeah. So those are the 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 book ending games are about uh, earthquakes, and the fourth one is about an earthquake, which is actually coming out. Just uh, that whole earthquake disaster fantasy is just big and rich over there in Japan. Yeah. Like good whipped cream. It's just thick and frothy. It's the real deal for them. Uh, I've uh, been playing a bunch of Saturn games. And Saturn games. Saturn games. And I have a, a few things to say about those. Yesterday I was playing uh, Quacky. Uh, some oh, of you know nice. As, as Quake. And, oh. yeah, and that was interesting because, you know, I was, I was looking at this thing and thinking about it in the context of it being kind of the real beginning of American dominance in console games. Um, because brown, that, in other words. yeah, a lot of a lot of brown, a lot of just dark music. They got Trent Reznor to do that soundtrack, and oh, and a, a lot of shooting, and it was really difficult. And but an, another thing that I found interesting, just totally outside of that, is you had a look button, which was how you could aim up and down if if you're if you're moving around and you hold X, then you can you can move your look up and down. And that was an interesting, imperfect solution to dual analog not existing yet and not having a mouse and keyboard. Blatantly mm. ripped off from Jumping Flash, which obviously Quake copied a lot from. Yep, good old Jumping Flash. And so I played that, and that was pretty fun and weird. I also played a game called Henry Explorers, which Frank knows uh, <laughs> is... It's a good name. It was for for whatever reason it was it was called um, Konami arcade game, right? Yeah, it was called Crypt Killer. Was it the Crypt Killer or was that no? It's, Corpse it, Killer. Cor- Kill uh, Crypt. 
Is it Corpse Killer or Crypt Killer? I always get them confused. I think it's Crypt Killer. But yeah, that game is really silly and pretty fun. And, you know, you just get into the game and a, a big floating head shows up and is like, Hello, I am the spirit of... I forget what exactly he's the spirit of. Do not be alarmed. I will accompany you for a while. And then he just, he just like, explains stuff to you. And then at the end, he's like, now is the final battle. After that, you can fight me. It's like, what? <laughs> you told me not to be concerned. <laughs> you told me not to worry, and now you're, you're the final boss. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Boom. But I was playing a bunch of light gun games because uh, I got a new CRT over here, and I was enjoying some of them and not enjoying others. And I thought about this this thing because of playing Virtua Cop 2 that, you know, for a lot of the American light gun games were essentially side-scrolling. You would go left to right or right to left across a scenario that was CG and pre-rendered. And then whenever you were moving through a space, usually it was not fully interactive and you couldn't... There weren't people popping up when you were going in the Z-axis. And in Virtua Cop, you could, like, zoom in and out, and through so doing, they wound up having really rhythmic shots, and you could essentially get combos that felt like a rhythm action game. And I I was thinking there's a real missed opportunity there now that CRTs don't exist and light gun games are kind of gone because there's no Wii and Kinect is not really happening. Um, maybe maybe in VR or something, I don't know. But for a rhythm light gun game, I think there's uh, something you could do there that would be interesting. Hmm. I bought that game and was extreme, or uh, Henry Explorers, that is, and I was yeah. really shocked to find out that uh, HD CRTs are still too slow to actually play light gun games. So even if you've got, like, a elite retro gaming rig, you might still not be able to play these fucking games. Yeah, that's too bad. I I picked up this this SD flat screen TV from a couple who were arguing in their yard. Oh, <laughs> you're arguing. So yeah, they were arguing from their, a domestic disturbance. Yeah, I bought them from a, a domestic disturbance situation. Were they and, arguing about the TV? And you're like, let me resolve this. I'll take it. <laughs> that would have been uh, actually the a nice solution is if we split this TV in half or if you give it to me. Yeah. Uh so I bought that for for 10 bucks and it's actually it's actually real cool. It's it's like the last of the the Walmart Emerson TVs yeah. that were made by this this Japanese company and it's just a really nice SD TV flat screen great pixels on it. It's it's real good. Yeah, the the end of CRTs. Those were those were nice. Yeah, those, those were those flats. Like my mom still has one that I bought her for Christmas. You know, whenever that was, and yeah. uh, it looks great. Yep. Yeah, I managed to find a really nice uh, Zenith flat screen, same same setup, and I just I couldn't believe that uh, that technology was gotten rid of so quickly. I mean, it, the picture is freaking awesome, except. Yeah. It has no remote, and uh, it's extremely hard to access the video uh, mode now. <laughs> ah, you can so, get a remote on eBay. Yeah, you I know, guess. I actually have I have the same problem with my, my Emerson television. Luckily, it is stuck on video one. 
So, oh shit! You better never unplug that thing or yeah. jar it, or knock against it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you could probably find a remote from one of those. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. get one. Have you tried going on eBay and looking for old TV remotes? You'll find yes. them for like $150, shit like that. I went Maybe on Yahoo auctions yesterday and found a bunch of old Japanese phones, like exact models of phones I was looking for. It was hard. Oh, man. But that sounds like a whole uh, that sounds like a whole podcast right there. Tim, oh, you know, God. I was yeah. I was reading your um your your thing about Twitter that you wrote on Medium. Oh, my thing. Yeah, thing your thing Twitter that you wrote on Medium. Yeah, that one. And and you Bro. were talking about those old Japanese phones and I realized I have every Japanese phone that I've ever owned complete with all the text messages that were on it. Whoa. Yeah, those are sc- that's scary, isn't it? It is scary. I, uh, I had a a couple. I still have one of them uh, in a box upstairs, and I have a prepaid U.S. phone as well that still has all the texts on it. And it's like weird to know that they're just all in there. So here's here's an even weirder thing than that. I have a uh. So the only way, like I I mentioned in that article that I wrote columns and I took pictures with my stupid phone camera and they just ran along the bottom of my stupid British magazine columns. The only way to get them off of the off of the phone was to email them to myself and to pay right. money to email them to myself and uh like to pay the the text message fee. So I had to email them all to my Gmail address because I've had that Gmail address since 2003 and uh if I just Google, or not Google, but search my Gmail inbox for 108 at easyweb.ne.jp and uh, has colon attachment, I see every single photo that I ever removed from my phone. Just all there. Yeah, that's a weird time porthole. Yeah, I know they're all in there because Gmail's promise was you'll never have to delete an email, and I guess I don't. So they're all in there. Well, whereas I have a warning on Gmail right now saying your out-of-storage space will soon be unable to receive emails. Whoa. Yeah. That can happen. I would say uh, test them on that one. I'd say bring it on, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's, they just keep inching up the service still, or like inching up the storage space. I'm using 20.52 gigs out of 15 gigs. How did you do it? Uh, probably because I store a lot of raw scans on my, uh, drive. Uh, yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. That'll do it. That'll do it. Uh, so, moving on in the, uh, the what do you category, uh, what do you, you didn't ask? You didn't ask me what I'm playing. Yeah, what, what's Tim playing? Didn't you, sp- fuck, how long have we been talking? What's your point, Tim? Uh, he, well, Frank said he was playing Raw Danger, and then I talked about Raw Danger, which I'm not and playing. Then you were playing with phones, but okay. I'm playing uh, just the same old stuff. That's a joke. Uh, I, I've been playing that Heroes of the Storm, the MOBA by Blizzard. I played that. MOBA Blizzard. Mo Blizzard. Heroes of, of the Storm. So the funny thing about Heroes of the Storm is Blizzard also made an expansion for StarCraft II called Heart of the Swarm. So they have two games that are H... Capital H, lowercase O, lowercase T, capital S. Seems very curious to me. So I they should have named it. They should have named that other game Hearth of the Stone. Hearth of the Stone is what I was the joke that I was about to make. So oh, they sorry. could have they could have Hearth of the Stone, Heroes of the Storm, Heart of the Storm, Heart of the Stone, Heroes of the Stone. They could just make all of them. I think it would be cool. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Heroes of the Storm's real cool. It's like Smash Bros, except it's a MOBA. 
and it's instead of Nintendo characters, it's Blizzard characters. And they got the Lost Vikings in there. Oh. I played it and streamed it last night. We're starting a team. We're doing did they it. Put, did they put StarCraft Ghost in there? Uh, Yes. It's uh, kind of incredible. They got a bunch of weird characters in there. So there's a... What do you call it? Yeah, we're starting a team. Our team's... Uh, we wanted our team to have the initials B-U-M, bum. Yeah. So our team is called Beyond Ultimate Mountain, which I think <laughs> is a pretty good, pretty good name for a team. So you can catch us streaming that on twitch.tv slash action button. Uh, I like it better than some other MOBAs. I don't want to say too many things that out me as a non-hardcore mobile player. But, it's just uh, that's dangerous territory right there. Yeah, I like that. You don't like get gold for killing an enemy and then you take it back to your base to buy a pair of boots from like a list of 100 boots or whatever. It's just real nice and streamlined to pick up and play. You know, own some stuff, neat gimmicks on the stages. Good colors, good fonts, good little crispy sound effects. Stupid voice acting. Yeah, I, I have not played it, but I, I've, I've overheard it while doing something else, and that voice acting <laughs> is uh, it's pretty ridiculous. The character they give you in the tutorials is StarCraft Marine, and he keeps going, whatever's clever, when you <laughs> tell him where to go. And I'm like, man, are you at a rave in 1997? Like, come on. How lame are these? Yeah, I guess he probably is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the straight dope. Beyond <laughs> Ultimate Mountain. So I think that probably answers the question of what are you buying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Assuming maybe I'm going to buy it. Oh, no. No money. It's free to play, baby. Oh, shit. Against okay. you. I, I'm just from a previous generation, I guess. We're going to see how many strikes you can rack up. Uh, yeah, I'm from the same generation as you, you Moran. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait. How, how old are you? What's your age? 33. I'm 36, you piece of trash. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess, uh, so, I guess oh. the MOBA scene. I, frankly, I don't know what uh, what age group that attracts, but I uh, I overheard it's some kids talking about a MOBA, and it was like... You didn't know what it was. Well, I didn't... I It was, it was the first time I've ever felt completely like out of touch with uh, all aspects of society. It was like Louis Black talking well, about... Get, get in my station wagon. Get in my station wagon, and I'm going to take you for a ride to Rube School. Here it is. Okay. MOBA is a multiplayer online battle arena. Boom. You just got taken to Rube School. Now you know what it's called. That's all that there is to it. That's, uh... hey, is, is that why they call it a Rubik's Cube? Because, uh, yes. because it separates the Rubes <laughs> from, from the from the. It noobs. separates the Rubes from the X-Cubes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I like those games. So maybe like you earn money in the game that you can then use to buy... Characters. So th- that does, in fact, answer the question of what are you buying? Yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe I'll buy a character. It's like, I mean, it's it used to be. Remember, I remember very early on when we had these podcasty discussions. It would be like, I would never pay for anything in a free-to-play game. And it's like, yeah, uh, I guess they figured it out. I mean, duh. It's like, of course, the formula. It's not goddamn brain surgery. It's not curing cancer. They can make a triple A free-to-play game that Wait, I would pay money for. Were we know? like that? I don't remember being like No, that. I don't think I don't we were, because I, I think I had already purchased Wait. something. Yeah, okay. you already okay. had. Your, your justification was, uh, and I quote, I just like the developer, and I want to I support them, and I just I want to give those guys some money. That's like, I, well, that's, I, see, I seem to remember that. I mean, that's, that's okay. That's a perfectly that's a real reason. reason. It sure. is a real reason. It is, but now it's like, now it's about justice. It's like, 
Activision? <laughs> Do I want to give money to Activision? And it's like, yeah, I guess. If the game's good, yeah. Yeah, the game's, the game's dope. It's like, so the idea was, I believe our stance was, if they ever make a game that's like real good, yeah, sure. And it's like, well, they're doing it now. So, so in other words, the uh, the litmus test here is like, did you buy um, extra cat food in uh, Neko Atsume? Yeah, see, uh, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Uh, I did. I got real tempted. I mean, there were these two cats, and they were stuck in my tube, and I was like, I got to get more cats. And <laughs> Too I many just, cats in your tube. I couldn't wait. Too many yeah. cats in your dog tube, yeah. So is the question actually, what are you buying? What are you what, buying? What's the last uh, thing you paid actual or uh, virtual money for? Like like video game related? Or... Yes, not, yeah. not like uh, toiletries. I actually did buy something really cool. I bought a Famicom Disk System Drive emulator. Now, I don't have it here or I'd show you. Uh, Y'all are like familiar with the, the Famicom Disk System, I take it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so for anyone who's not, this was a, uh, a, a disc-based uh, drive. It was a disc drive that hooked into the Famicom, and they, and they released games on these uh, dumb yellow discs that you put in. Uh, and this is like 1984, 1985, so it actually made financial sense to uh, switch over to discs because uh, they actually had bigger space then. Uh, and they and thought, had awesome and, you could save, and you could save games, which was new. Like, they didn't, they didn't have battery saves yet, right? So, so Nintendo thought that was the future. Uh, pirates proved them wrong by pirating everything. Uh, but anyway, the actual Famicom disk system is this huge brick that goes into the disk drive, and it has this black cartridge that you put into the Famicom. Um, and what I got was this homemade thing. It's a white little thumb drive, that that takes place of that entire disk drive. Uh, so you you just plug that into the RAM adapter cart, and you load over USB disk images onto it, and then it just like loads it just like it's a disk. So I think that's real oh, cool. Shit. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I think it's cool, cool to replace a whole disk drive system with like a thumb drive. And that's kind of necessary because those things are uh, the original disk drives are real highly unreliable at this point, aren't they? Oh, those those belts wear out real quick. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you all know I that I bought that. Oh, what you want to do a thing? Go for uh, it. It's too late now, but uh, I'll just I'll recreate it. Frank says uh, those bo- those belts wear out real quick, and I'm like, sounds like me at the buffet table. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty right. good. That's that's yeah. the kind of joke you could expect if we if we spent some money and like all got together in like a nice fancy room with microphones. Yeah. 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 Like like Some, a radio studio. Someday maybe. Somebody give us send us a million dollars. Somebody out yeah. there if there's a billion, million dollars listening. please if you got could it. Could we could we get a uh, show on like Pacifica Radio 94.1 there in Berkeley? Oh, like, yeah. we'd, we'd add in like you know a real social justice element to get on the air but it would really just be about video games. Yeah. Video games for the people. So you all know that I just bought that that Emerson CRT and uh, television and a yep. Dreamcast for with some controllers and some games for for twenty bucks. But even more recently than that, yeah. since I suppose we're in a a a post money society almost, I I traded a copy of Albert Odyssey for the Saturn Ooh. for fourteen. Like not not really uh, rare to slightly rare games oh. on the Saturn. Nice. Mostly because they had nice boxes, and also I didn't have some of them, and I didn't want to pay for them. So I'll just read down what I got. Okay. I got Tomb Raider, Tom mm. Raider, 
also, as it's known. Tom Brader. Yeah. Machine Head. Quake. Duke Nukem 3D. Last mean, wait, wait, I thought it was Quacky. It is Quacky. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So you got a Bush album, and you got Quacky. Yeah, I got <laughs> Quacky. Uh, I got um, Last Bronx, Crusader, No Remorse, Virtual Hydlide, Black Dawn, Area 51, Sega Rally Champ, Thunderstrike, Virtual Cop 2, Scorcher, and Maximum Force. Those are real games. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them are. <laughs> Uh, yeah. An interesting assortment of digitized and or light gun and yes. or something else. Yep. It was it's yeah, a it's, it's a weird the voxel based one. Uh no, the voxel one is Amok. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's the one. But Virtual Highlight is I think the only attempt at making an RPG with digitized characters in yeah. a 3D world and it it was Remarkably it's, ill-advised. It's really weird looking. Yeah, like I, I would, I would advise, those. I would advise anyone listening who hasn't seen Virtual Highlight to look it up on YouTube and uh, check it out because no game looks anything like that game. Yeah, you know, we we talk these days a lot about how different bodies should be represented in video games and stuff. Boom. And, uh, yeah. And you know, Virtual Highlight, you just get like a. Uh, uh, a dumpy, tubby dude <laughs> wearing a brown tunic of some sort, just like yeah. lumping around, and it's like, well, this is you. This is you. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay with this? Are you okay with your body? Right. Yeah, you gotta really, you know... That's this, the real challenge. This is your role-playing, so, you know, well, it, well, can, can you handle it? You know, the crazy thing about that is, like, it actually shows all of your armor upgrades and all the changes physically to your character through the items you add. And I'm like, why of all games is this the one that does that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, so they re-photographed him in, like, every configuration? I guess I, they must have done I had never thought of that, but I, I would have thought they just pasted over it, but who knows? Frankly, it, it, this guy doesn't even look like a real guy. Like, I would love to find the actor who played this guy. <laughs> You know, once God. once I met a lady uh, at. Oh, I, no, you I, know, didn't. I know this is very surprising. I did meet Someone one you lady. Played? I met a lady, and then <laughs> she she was near. Uh, I, I was interviewing Jerry Bruckheimer, and she was doing makeup for the Prince of Persia movie, and so she was there. Nice. But she, I didn't get to talk to interview her or anything. She just happened to be there. And so I talked to her, and somehow it came up that she was the makeup artist for Street Fighter the movie, the video game. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So and hot. I totally lost her contact info, but she had a lot of interesting stories about that that I have mostly forgotten due Wait, to ha- having to prepare to interview Jerry Bruckheimer. So you lost her contact info. Did you? Did she lose mine? Because I haven't heard from her yet. <laughs> she. She. I don't know if she lost it or if she just uh, was intimidated. But so when you interviewed Jerry Brooks, intimidated. Sorry. So question two of two. When you, uh, if, I, yeah. if I may, uh, a question. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you, when you interviewed Jerry Bruckheimer, did you open the interview with, well, Mr. Bruckheimer, or, so, Mr. Suckheimer, or, so, Mr. Brickheimer. Because I would have gone with Brickheimer, because I think yeah. that's funnier than Suckheimer. The end. Blasted. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah, I was, I was, I was pretty much like, so Jerry, because we're we're friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
good friend. Jay Brook. Did you call him Jay Brook? Yeah, JB. Uh, he actually uh, he he was he was pretty congenial with me, and we had an all right time during the interview. And then later, I saw him at at the the like party thing, and Jake Gyllenhaal was there, and Nick Nicholas Cage was there, which was amazing. And I talked to Jerry Bruckheimer, and I was like, "Hey, so do you know like who who I would talk to about the people?" That are that are writing like these space invaders movies and whatnot because I'd I'd like to get in on that and he was like mm, uh and then he just turned around and walked away. <laughs> he oh. really did not want to talk to any aspiring young writers about any aspiring young things and uh, yeah, he made uh, that very clear. He's so, so high up in the food so. chain, you know. If if he doesn't already know you, he doesn't want to. I guess. Yeah. Yep. How short was Nicolas Cage? He's like five foot one, isn't he? He's a real little guy. He wasn't that short, actually. He, I, I don't know if he had. Oh, but he was standing on a platform. Now that I recall. Boom. He had uh, a mobile, well, a mobile heightening platform. Yeah. MHP is what they call those in Hollywood. And and he was there with the the lady that he met in San Francisco as a waitress, who he then married. And his voice was shot, and he was like, "Hey, sorry, guy, I can't talk. My voice. It's my voice." That was it. I, I, I do that I, all the time when people I've try to interview me. That yeah. that guy just, uh, you know, I mean, he acts so hard, you know. Yeah. He acts real no, hard. So I think he, he actually acted. I think he actually acted his way all the way out of his voice because he yeah, was also talking to his friends that way. So. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, he acts so hard he must have blown his voice out. He, I mean, he can't get. Let I me mean, imagine how many takes. You know how many takes it takes to get something in a movie, you yeah. know? Like, and he's just, he's just mega acting so much. He's just megaphoning all his lines. <laughs> uh, yeah. Man, there's the new. So I, I mean, you maybe are aware of this. Uh, I feel like this could be a, a good topic of discussion on this podcast. But uh, Nicolas Cage, it makes a lot of movies. You know, yeah. like he is in so many movies and. You know, you get to be a certain age, and you get to be a weird enough individual. And I mean, yeah, I know Brandon, you like you like dumb stuff, right? I do. I like it. You like you like predominantly stupid video games. Is that true? You like some like yeah. dumb, sketchy, weird ones that most people would kind of just be like, "Oh, what is this?" Right? Yeah, I would so say it's that's like, probably accurate. I've recently been kind of just dipping in to like some Nicolas Cage movies, yeah. and it's like, God, the guy's a genius. You know, yeah. Like to be he's able the, to do he's that. The king of trash, really. Yeah, like so. There's a new one that's on Netflix as of like yesterday, and it's like he's some sort of centurion, Roman warrior, or whatever. It's like, what? Like, how does he? I mean, these movies have some kind of a budget, and he's just in there having a good time. And there's that interview with him saying that his approach to acting is like he studied Kabuki and stuff, and it's like, man, what a cool guy. So like yeah, my I guess an eventual question someday would be like, what kind of video games are like Nicolas Cage? <laughs> yeah, so well, everybody did you watch watch a, watch a Nick Cage movie and let's think about it. Did you watch? Uh, did you watch Drive Angry? No, I still haven't seen it. That's I, like I, the one that's at the top. I downloaded it. It's at yeah, the top gotta, of my list. You got to get on that one. I feel like I feel like most video games are like a Nicolas Cage movie, frankly. Yeah. That's, Even when they're trying to aspire to to something higher, I think most AAA video games are like a Nicolas Cage movie. That's yeah. a disappointing answer, I gotta say. 
<laughs> yeah. I, was, I was hoping for something way more shocking and profound than that. No, I just I just didn't think Drive needed a sequel, so I didn't see Drive Angry. Yeah. Drive Angry Drive Angry Er. So, oh man, here's the movie. It's called Outcast. It is a 2014 American Chinese Canadian action film starring Nicolas Cage, Hayden Christensen, Liu Yifei, uh and a couple of other uh Chinese actors. I have no idea what this movie is. I want to see this stupid movie. So you're Netflix. telling me that Face Off was not the uh, height of his career or his acting achievement? No, it doesn't it's seem hard like to it say. Was. No, I'd, I'd say Drive like for me, Drive Angry is my favorite Nicolas Cage movie so far. Have it's, you seen Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans? I haven't. Oh man! Oh God! It's gonna tear your brain out. It's so weird. So imagine, imagine a movie like I, I, this idea I had in the back of my head for like. 10 years was I wanted to write a script for uh, that would be like starring Steve Buscemi I've probably talked to you about this Brandon Steve Buscemi Christopher Walken Gary Busey Dennis Hopper Willem Dafoe and Nicolas Cage who could stand to watch a movie with all six of those guys and that would be insane yeah because they're just all so so hardcore I mean Steve Buscemi you you forgot you forgot Harvey Keitel Harvey Keitel is Probably in there too. Yeah, he was the original bad lieutenant. So well, I mean, yeah. I guess he had to get shuffled out like Van Damme had to get shuffled out in the later uh, Bloodsport movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, he got just kicked right out of that thing. You know, Tim uh, Tarantino, he's got that new movie called The Hate Eightful Eight. The Hate and, uh, the, the Eightful Eight. Yeah. Hate Eightful Eight. Yeah. Yeah. Or Hate Eightful Eight. And, I'm gonna put my brain on that one. And. You could you could make a remake of that with all those guys in it because that you know uh, yeah. I think a lot of people find well, them. Hopper's straight up dead. So uh, that's a little too bad. For that's him. that's the reason why it's sad because it's like it needed Dennis Hopper. My story idea needed the hop. It needed yeah. D Hop real bad. I want to so. see a remake of Twelve Angry Men with all all those guys in it. <laughs> Each of them playing uh, identical twins. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Are they on a jury or are they just angry? They're just, They're just mad. angry. Okay. One of them is trying to convince the other eleven of something like really, really stupid. <laughs> like my daughter, she saw a yellow cat. <laughs> I don't There's think no such thing as a yellow cat. Nah, it's yellow. You mean like like a like orange? Nah. Nah, it's yellow. Bright yellow. <laughs> It's my Black daughter. Room. Yeah. Did you say daughter? I said daughter. Like D D O U G H R T E R. Speaking okay. of uh, Twelve Angry Men, John, uh, John Jack Lemon was in a remake of Twelve Angry Men, which is on Amazon Prime Instant Video. And Jack Lemon in the film, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, in the climactic scene when he he says my daughter, but he says my daughter. It actually yeah. sounds like he says my daughter. So that's it. That's well, good. That's how my brain my works. My daughter in so. Washington. My yeah, daughter. Washington. I can't imagine well, the word daughter without remembering Jack Lemmon saying daughter in that movie. Actually, the word daughter is uh, or daughter is uh, written on my uh, pad of topics here because um, I was recently noticing there's like a... That I have this daughter. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, there's that, too. I mean, uh, unfortunately, oh, I'm going to no. start paying on that, but... Uh, there's a lot of video games from the mid-90s and late-90s where the president's daughter is... Or daughter... Daughter, is uh, like kind of like a uh, an end goal and kind of a mm. perceived sexual uh, kind of reward fashion. 
I Ooh. think in Time Crisis 3, you might actually play as the president's daughter, or she's like a sidekick. It's been a while, but... Resident Evil 4 is the other one that comes to mind. Resident, Resident Evil, Evil 4. 4. Yeah. 4. Um, Die Hard Arcade, which is actually kind of like the, the Nicolas Cage of video games, now that I think of it. If you think of the tonality of Die Hard Arcade, it's, it's much more Cage than it is... Uh, who the fuck was in Die Hard? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, Willis you piece of filth. <laughs> you can't remember who's in Die Hard. I know it's my dad too. My dad was in Die Hard. I can't. There's remember. no jail cell small enough for you. Die Hard. That's straight up un-American. But um, so can you? Is there a Moby Games uh, entry that you guys could bring up of uh, games with the president's daughter in them? I really <laughs> doubt that. Games with the president's games. daughter. Well, somebody worked on that. Let's just. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start googling. I'm on it. Okay. Yeah, I I would say that that Die Hard Arcade Arcade does have some Nicolas Cage-ness to it because you first first you're just like flailing around in a room with a bunch of dudes nearby and then there's an action sequence where there's just one point to it where you're like punch the thing, kick the thing, jump over the thing. And that that that's seems to fit the pace of a Nicolas Cage movie these days where there's like a uh, the flopping around scene is him talking to people, and then there's a bunch of action where he's like, "Do it!" And then uh, there you go. All right, so Frank, I got a list. Go. I got a list on TV tropes. Uh, oh, Modern okay, Warfare sure. Three: The Damsel in Distress is the yeah. Russian president's daughter. Uh, Rui from Pokemon Coliseum is uh, the president's daughter. Resident Rui. Evil Four: Ashley, Elaine yeah. Marley, the governor's daughter in Monkey Island. It's true. Princess Peach is not the president's daughter. What the you idiots? Oh, Princess okay, Zelda so. in the original Legend of Zelda has a father. Well, that. wait, do, wait, wait, wait. Do we know They're that not the president? Not, do do yeah. we know that the uh, that the Mushroom Kingdom is not just a constitutional monarchy? Yeah, we don't know a whole they lot have about absolute that. Rule. I don't think we know a whole lot about the power structure over there. I would I would actually be interested in Ooh. some sort of Nintendo. Um, like one of those castle building sims, what they got nowadays, and and you're just trying to build up the mu- the 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 mushroom king kingdom clash of clans style. Mm. That would be pretty sweet. I mean, I, I wouldn't be getting... interested. I would be interested conceptually, not in playing it because right, clash of, of clans is garbage. Uh, I can start rattling some off based on searching site colon gamefacts.com in URL colon forward slash facts uh, quote president's daughter. <laughs> these are these are facts that have president's daughter in them. Uh, point blank two. Oh, Element, yeah, elemental gear bolt. Uh, OEGB. Die Hard Arcade. Um, Judge Dread. Oh. Mm-hmm. Revolution X. Music. Oh is the yeah. Weapon. Yeah. Uh, whatever zombie revenge is. Uh, oh, that's that's. That's the that's uh, Die Hard Arcade, the Zombie Outbreak edition. That's, that's the Dreamcast game where uh, they they had such amazing lines as "To find him, we have to follow," <laughs> or no, "To catch him, we have to follow." That's what it was. Yeah, uh, Electro Cop on the links. Nice. Yeah. I could forget that. Uh, actually, a lot of these uh, results are kind of bad because they're they're looking at like the little blurbs to the right where it's like you might also like so. Uh, yeah. Uh, unfortunate. I, I could do another search later if if you want to give me some homework because I I got a good one. We 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 may work on this, but I'm just curious now. Like, what uh, what is it about the president's daughter 
And is there she's any way so we could... hot? Well, she's not, not the president. Not if you look at Die Hard Arcade. Oh, that's probably that, true. She actually looks like Nicolas Cage. I think he worked uh, just like in Face Off. He played two characters in that game. Uh-huh. Do you mean Dynamite Decca? Is that the game you're talking about? Oh, I don't know Dynamite what Dynamite Arcade is. Excuse me. I only speak the superior Nihongo. Exactly. <laughs> well, Dynamite Decca. Excuse me. Dynamite Decca. I think there's that fantasy of like marrying into money or power, right? And uh, and uh, the president it might be seen in these games, or by these developers, or or I don't know, by Japan maybe as as the ultimate power, right? Uh, so there's some there, right? I think I think it's well. It seems to me that most of these, or at least half of these games, are from Japan. So yeah. there might there might be something. To that, because we we had like Revolution X and that uh, whatever electric something experience, yeah, from from the links there. But generally, these games are kind of Japan oriented, and I think they they don't realize that. Oh, uh, Re- Revolution X was was a bad result. It was actually uh, reading a, a, a blurb about time crisis. Oh, okay. All right. I, I would have I would have bought that anyway, though. I mean, I would have just assumed sure. that Revolution X is trying to pick up the president. No, it wasn't the president's Aerosmith. daughter. It was Aerosmith. It was, unless, it was, unless, unless the president's daughter was in Aerosmith, and I didn't know it. It was Liv Tyler. Oh, wait, was who it was? <laughs> oh, Liv Tyler. The premise that I thought you were playing as Aerosmith. Are they actually kidnapped by the? They Navy? are kidnapped, yeah. and you rescue them. Actually, yeah, like I never rescued you. Do that because yeah, yeah, music exactly. is the weapon. And and uh, and they use the music weapon. So I just want to let everybody know. You were talking about ElectroCop, and I was thinking about RoboCop. Um, the domain name VideoCops.com is available. I was just thinking possible video game names. Oh wow! VideoCops.com is available for fourteen thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, damn. so man, nice. VideoCops could be a really good name for for something. Uh, a podcast or a video game? Videocops.net, though. Or a police force. Yeah. Oh, man, Videocops. But, oh. yeah, I feel like the, the the trope exists because marrying into status is was more of a thing in Japan yeah. at the time, and they don't realize that marrying the president's daughter here would just mean you're under constant scrutiny and you'd have not maybe the best life. Mm-hmm. That's, that's this my... is some deep thought actually to end on, but we still have a little bit more time here. Sure. And uh, I'm I'm actually gonna to pad this out. I'm gonna steal <clears throat> a topic that I saw on 4chan of all. Oh places. no! I said it. Um, there was a thread to make a boss rush of sorts of the most obnoxious, insufferable video game levels, primarily from 2D side scrollers. So levels, so, not bosses. Yeah. Well, it's. Essentially, it's a level rush as the concept. So, for example, and I I disagree with this, but for example, you would take like the speeder bike level from uh, Battletoads, the um, undersea uh, pod from Earthworm Jim, Mm -hmm. and then you top that off with uh, perhaps not coincidentally the underwater level from the original uh, NES Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, that's actually very. How many are we gonna do? Yeah, it's amazing. I that is so fucking easy. I beat it on my first try after like 20 years. But <laughs> how are we? How how many are we gonna do? Like uh, five, ten? Let's, yeah. Let, let's say we our our game needs like five stages, and they need to be as bad as we can, as frustrating as we can make it. So like, what 
what concepts or what specific levels would you uh, put in there? Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out that we will not put in any of the uh, as they're called Masocore games. Well, the, those the games, games that are, are dumb that are deliberately trying to mess with you. Right. Uh, so we'll we'll just we're talking about like an escort mission followed by a uh, yeah. Yeah, an underwater yeah. level followed by an ice level. Yeah. Kind of shit. The first it's ice so level that came to my mind was the ice level in Valus 3, but I'm not sure that's frustrating enough. It's fine. It's not that bad. Yeah. Um, okay, so the first thing that came to my mind was uh, I just uh, watched a Shenmue 2 speedrun uh, on Summer Games Done Quick, and uh, the first level I want to put in our mix is that three-hour segment where you just walk through fields with that lady and talk to her. <laughs> okay, and it's, it's really excruciatingly good. difficult to hear the voice acting because it's awful. And I think that's a great idea because no ma- no matter what, you have to go through three hours before you get to something insanely difficult. So, and the, very, so the, the next well, I, thing should be really yeah. tough. Uh, I, I would want the links to be really small too. I would want the part where you have to uh, you have to walk across the planks. It's like a QTE with. Like just pressing left and right to walk across the wood planks in the Kowloon and Shenmue. Too. Oh, I've I've heard that's really bad, but that I, part's I really bad because you if you fall once you got to restart the whole thing and it's really long and really slow Ooh. and reloading the save takes like two minutes, so that's got to be in there. Yeah, but that's that's two from Shenmue then. Yeah, that's well, funny, uh, I don't okay. know. That, that's, a, that's a good uh, that's a good uh, classic horrible uh, trope there. Like I was playing um, Shinobi. Was it called Legends or Legions? The internet Legions. doesn't seem to agree. It's Legions. Otherwise known as in the superior uh, dialect, uh, Shin Shinobiden. Mm-hmm. But uh, Shinobiden. level level two of that game is just like you've got these really tall trees, and all of the branches are really weak, and you just have to keep jumping and jumping. And if you stand on one too long, it of course breaks. It's fucking horrible. I love it. All right. Um, and I oh hey I've got a great one here now that I think about it so exile exile oh, wow. two wicked phenomenon for the uh, turbo graphics not the PC engine version the version that working designs brought out here in these United States that game they messed up on the monster values so that they all became incredibly inflated so the only way to actually beat that game, aside from hex editing, is to, in the second dungeon, grind for about an hour and a half on the same piddling little crappy monsters. It is the only way to progress through that game. And so uh, I want to put that that <laughs> grind in Dungeon 2 in there. All right, I'll do, I'll do a, a quick one just to, to you know, because we got some long ones here. Um, the the soda shop segment from Back to the Future for Nintendo. I don't know if anyone's played this. It's really bad. No. It's a ri- rip off of Tapper. Yeah, uh, yeah except, I know Yeah, except you cannot actually like tell where your position is at any time. Um, mm-hmm. Programmed by our friend Mark Morris of Oakland. Oh, nice. Uh, Mark Moore. Yeah, I don't know who that is though. So nice going, Mark. <laughs> yeah, good job, guy. You're a hero. Right, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Do we do we just need like an underwater level? Oh, and, and sorry, I should say when 
when you lose, which is like, you know, there's like a two-frame oh, opportunity to win, you know. When, when you lose, you have to go back to level one where you're running up the street to get to the soda shop uh, every time. So Sweet. if you mess up a little bit, you got to go back a lot a bit. Yeah, that game is just gross, man. Yeah. I guess it would be stupid to put Desert Bus in there. Yeah, we already have the uh, inflated for no reason thing in there, you know? Yeah, okay. All right, so... Do we have a a title for this fictional game? Uh, Or yet-to-be-made game, I should say. hmm. Yet-to-be-made. We'll call it The President's Daughter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Prez-Dot. Yeah, Prez-Dot. So, yeah, we need one more. We need one more in there. What kind of variety do we need? Yeah, we we could have like a racing section. We could have an underwater section. We could have a. Uh, hmm, we oh could yeah, have so a, some some kind of rubber band racing thing. That's really. So you you made me think of the racing section from Chrono Trigger for some reason, but uh, that's oh, not you too bad. Put, yeah. Just put yeah. in Mario Kart and just there you go. No, that's not hard put enough. Put in, in the newest Mario Kart 200 CC, uh, the final track of the final course, and you have to get first place which is impossible because there's so much rubber banding and you're just getting hit with so many obstacles at all the time, and it's the most obnoxious thing in the world. Yeah, it sounds all right. Well, sometimes you win, though, and you're not really sure why, so forget that. <laughs> um, oh, man, I had an idea, but it, it suddenly it suddenly disappeared. It Dang does it. that. No. Oh, the, the, the stealth segment of Fahrenheit, a.k.a. the Indigo Prophecy, I'll just leave that to your imagination. Ah. I was going to say, stealth section is uh, pretty descriptive in itself. You oh, mean yeah, it was... Descriptive in its stealth? Ooh. Ooh. I was thinking about a oh, King of Fighters final boss fight would be fun to throw oh, in there. Because those are notoriously impossible because they are designed completely to steal your quarters from you, and they're the same in the home versions and things, so they're just like... They, they they put in stuff so that you could continue with the boss at a quarter health, and that's the way that you beat him. But if you just don't have that option, fighting, fighting, I don't know, um, uh, the Orochi guy or something, or uh, or Gonitz or whatever his uh, yeah. name was there. Yeah. Uh, this actually reminds me of uh, gonads. Um, this uh, reminds me of two topics that we probably should have discussed instead of uh, this lame one. Is uh, we're going to talk about speed running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what it's what it's like to run at speed through a video game. I think was the gist of it. Yeah, sure. And uh, the second one was uh, like China now owns they've uh, they've nationalized King of Fighters. I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, are we out of time? Or are we going to address? Those I guess we'll talk about those next time. Yeah, let's talk thrilling about episode of the Insert Credit Show, where yeah. I think we're doing this we're doing this live now. Is that is that the way it's working? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you can cry about it or you can deal with it. Is what I have to say about it being live. Yeah. Or you, I mean, but they're both sort of the same thing. Was there anybody watching this one? I feel like I should have been uh, observing comments about how they I'm were, breathing into the microphone and shit. Like uh, they were 000. watching. Uh, zero comments, though. 22,000 people. We well, Tim was saying the comments are, are disabled now. No, the QA is disabled. They won't let us have live questions. Ah. But there should be comments. Like, what's going oh, on? No, I, I didn't refresh the page. 
no, yeah, no we, comment. We shouldn't no have comment. to, but yeah, they just hate well, us. Garbage. People are watching in silence. Well, everybody, remember to like, comment, subscribe, and uh, blah, 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 like, and follow comment, us on. Subscribe. Send me a weird email if you want. I don't know. I see podcasts and on Facebook. Uh, there is a Twitter account that none of us run, so I don't know what that's about. Add insert yeah. credit, but yeah, we could run it. We could figure out how somebody, to run it. I think making a password for that and giving it to everybody is a good idea. Oh, yeah. Joel here doesn't have a... Joe Ham doesn't yeah. have a Twitter. A tweet. Tweet, Why sorry. don't you just take that one, you idiot? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm kind of waiting on the Video Cops uh, Twitter account. I hope that's still available. I need to run and... Uh, Oh, video Snapchat cops. Real quick. Yeah. So I think we're going to end it here, and uh, we'll catch you next week at presumably this time. So, mm-hmm. uh, ta-ta. Insert credit show. Over, yeah! Boom. See you on your ta-tas.